0: Back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports and get ready for more sports as we are talking week nine in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce, and joining me today is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill?
1: I am excellent, thank you, sir.
0: Alright, rounding up the trifecta as always is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? I am well. I that's good to hear. I am coming off a pretty rough Thursday night. You guys might have to take my phone away on Thursday nights from now on, because man, I'm I've had a dreadful couple I, I of weeks. I don't think I've props. placed a
2: prop bet on a Thursday like all season. I, like, I was is, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I just
2: I just got. I always lost them. I'm just I'm, I'm sick of doing this. So I
0: I had a good first three or four weeks there. The last two and then mediocre. So I'm probably even overall just on the Thursday night games, which you know not great, but like the last two weeks I've been getting killed including the the all-time horrible I had the four, the under on the 45 and a half. And the total went to forty six, and the Eagles had that dumb two point conversion that they went for on the uh, on the. Well, the, Houston, on the...
2: Houston went offside on the kick. Like, Houston, yeah. like the Eagles were ready to kick, and Houston like said, "Oh, do you want to go for two from the one?" And the Eagles yep. obliged.
0: And the Eagles absolutely obliged with, a, with an easy walk in touchdown from I think was, or walk in two point from I think it was Sanders, but it, man, that that no, pushed sure. it from the. It was Hurts? Oh, yeah. Well, it pushed it yeah, from the 45 yeah. to the 46. QB sneak
2: for the blocking was so good, because they go behind Kelsey. The yeah. QB sneak and the blocking was so good, where is like, isn't so much a QB sneak as it like the center hands hurts the ball, he just kind of walks into it's the like a, Yeah,
0: it's like a quarterback plunge more than a quarterback sneak, yeah. But yeah, that that two-pointer, inside of the one-pointer, pushed it from the 45 to the 46 for the over, so that was one of the more devastating beats I've had in a, in a little bit. Yeah, but besides that, and also the Hurts fumble in the first in the first half killed all of the, uh, the Eagles first half total. So that was, that was also devastating. So overall not a good, uh, not a good Thursday night for Matt, but that's all right. Cause I had a really good week, week eight, and we're going to see if we can continue that with a week, uh, pretty good week nine. Um, Kind of a weird slate this week. Some of the games I'm more interested in. Unfortunately, only one of the games features a two teams with winning records playing each other. And one of the teams is a, nearly a 13-point favorite in that game. And the other one might have Malik Willis playing quarterback. So, <laughs> that's it. tough sledding this week. But there, there are some some interesting matchups in terms of what I think could happen. So, first up, Bill, your 6-1 and one Minnesota Vikings... Coming off a victory over the Arizona Cardinals, where you know, try as the Vikings might to keep the keep the door open for the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals said, "Nay, nay, we do not want this win. Go ahead, Minnesota, you take it." And uh, then there's the Washington Command. They're playing the Washington Commanders, and the Washington Commanders also coming off a, a nice, uh, nice W and a, and a good cover for for Craig and I last week. That was fun to watch. Uh the Commanders are a three-point home dog against your Vikings right now with the newly acquired TJ Hawkinson. Um the slides moved a little bit. It opened up at Commanders plus three and a half with the and then the Sharps hammered it. Uh so we're, we're no longer getting the hook, just getting the three-point, just getting three-point uh home dog for the Washington Commanders. Um, I'll tell you right now, Bill, I'm on Washington and they're probably going to be one of my five. How do you feel about your Vikings going into this one? And is uh, Tyler Heineke going to get some some pretty slick gold
1: and, or, uh, gold and purple Jordans? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I like the Vikings here more in this game than I have in a lot of other ones that – Washington's been playing a lot of slow games. They're not airing it out that much. I, I think the Vikings offense has become powerful enough that they should be able to do some damage here. Um, and I don't see Washington's offense keeping up. So I like the Vikings in this one. All
0: right. I'm on the Commanders and Bill's on the Vikings. Craig, tiebreaker.
2: It's Washington for me. I think they're going to be one of my five. I, I think this just winds up being a close game. And I'd like to have the three points.
0: Yeah. And another thing yeah, is Cousins on the road I mean. sometimes, right?
2: Yeah, now oh, yeah. this is there there's so many go- th- factors here. You have Kirk Cousins at one PM, which usually means elite play. Uh-huh. Um But what does that mean for Kirk Cousins revenge game? Who's to say? So <laughs> that's true yeah. that as well. well. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I I am I, I, I think Washington's gonna be one of my five just because this this to me feels like a game that comes down to the end so I'd prefer to have the three points on my side. The only hesitation I have is I really wish I could I, I could have said I wanted it the three and a half which, when that line opened that was the, the line that shocked me the second most this week. We'll get to the line that shocked me the most in a, in a little bit but uh, yeah that that's uh that's gonna be my pick is uh, I I'm, I'm leaning Washington but I wish I had the three and a half.
0: Yeah, well, I wrote it down in the three and a half, so I'll give you the three and a half for our five. If you want Craig, because I did bet it. I did bet it at the three and a half. Um, I for real, it's it's one of the downsides of us doing this on Friday. There's upsides and downsides to us doing it on Fridays. Uh, one of which is we're not getting the best of the number on this Commanders game anymore because you really need it. Cause it. honestly, it was only up at the three and a half for like a few hours before the sharps absolutely yeah. fustigated it down to the uh, to till we point where we lost this half that half point. Um, another game I'm very interested in is up next. The Carolina Panthers coming off a game that uh, Bill had uh, sit there and watch me go into the fetal position for a little bit uh, during that Panthers uh, Falcons game. Uh, that that was that was a lot of that was a lot of stuff happened in that game. They're heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Uh, this line is seven right now. I've seen some seven and a halfs, but uh, most of the time, I most of the the lines I've seen on this one is is uh, Bengals minus seven. Now, Panthers, two weeks in a row have looked pretty good. Should have won that game. But, I mean, I realized that the taking off the helmet call on on Moore was unconscionably dumb. Just unconscionably a, a yes. dumb, dumb call. I hate it. I hate the, the spirit of it. I hate everything about it. The problem I have with it cost the Panthers, the thing in regulation, was Pinheiro got his 33-yard kick in overtime. It, it, 33 yards yeah. is exactly what you have to make it. He got a 33-yard kick in overtime, and he shanked it. So, I, yeah, I'm i
2: not saying... Here's the thing. It, it, I think there's two different conversations here. One, yeah. did DJ Moore directly cost the Panthers the game? Maybe, but not necessarily. Yeah, did DJ Moore do a remarkably dumb thing that decreased the Panthers' odds of winning? Specifically, yes. So I just difficult. don't know
0: if it's dumb, because he wasn't even on the field, right? He's in the stand. Like if he was in green if he had a Green Bay jersey on and he was in Green Bay, they would not have thrown that flag. They would have just been like, Oh, it's a Lambo leap, right? So you can't uh, Yeah, but fucking do crap it's dumb. You know I hate
2: it. The stand if 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 Carolina went up by a point when that happened, sure do whatever yeah. you want it is tied dj the game is tied you have mm-hmm. not won the game keep your helmet on go to the sideline you want to jump in the stands feel free to do it after the extra point goes through the uprights do it
0: yeah then. i don't know i just i i think the helmet rule is dumb but again i'm having a hard time yeah. uh is well, panero missed two and, and, kicks again, he missed two kicks right two so yeah
2: is yes panero missed two kicks no question but that's a different conversation too do i agree the helmet rule is dumb yes i specifically do was the helmet rule in effect for week eight of the 2022 NFL season? Yes, it was. So even though the rule is dumb, DJ Moore has to abide by it. I'm not yeah. saying that makes it a good rule, but DJ Moore has to pay attention to what it is.
0: Yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's bad. But again, like, I'm, I'm, I can't find sympathy for the Panthers because Pinero had two cracks at it and missed both of them. So forget about it. Right. Um, yeah, I have no sympathy for the Panthers either, to be clear. No. Uh... Still a dumb rule. They'll get rid of it. Uh, they're taking on Cincinnati, who got absolutely boat raced on on Monday night in a divisional matchup against Cleveland. That uh, that that was when the sharps were all over. I had a little bit. Not I, I. had a little bit too. They were all over Cleveland at the plus three and a half in a home, uh, in in a home divisional as home dog in a divisional matchup. Just a juicy spot and. They absolutely killed the Bengals. Now, I think a problem that a lot of people are going to have with this one is they're staring at a Panthers team that's looked frisky. They're staring at a Panthers team that, in some people's mind, as we discussed, got shafted last Sunday and should have won two games in a row. Um, And a Bengals team that looked dreadful on Monday in a divisional matchup uh, without Jamar Chase. So I think the public thought process on this one is they're going to be on the Panthers' Uh, who've played well for two weeks in a row, should be on a two-game winning streak, and then just watch the Bengals in primetime on Monday night get absolutely slaughtered and look discombobulated without Jamar Chase. And now they got the Bengals laying seven against a a pretty good Panthers team that's been covering. You know the public's going to be on the Panthers. And you know I'm going to be on the Bengals. I'm laying the seven. I think they're going to be one of my five. Craig, what do you think?
2: I feel the exact same way you do about this game. Uh, I think that just things are going a little too good for the Panthers, a little too bad for the Bengals. And if you watch that Bengals game again, uh, Miles Garrett wrecked that game for them. Just wreaked sure havoc that entire game. Miles Garrett doesn't play for the Panthers. He's not going to be out there this week. I'll take the Bengals. And and look, I know it did look a little discombobulated without Chase. Uh, but like it's not like Higgins and Boyd are bad. Like no. they're they're fine. Like if you know they're they're the, that like if, if if your one and two receivers were were T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, you're actually in pretty good shape. The fact that it's a two and three receivers is a is a luxury position for Cincinnati. Um I think they'll be able to throw the ball in this game. And I I just don't think like you look at the interception Burrow threw, that was Miles Garrett, he wrecked that. You look at the fumble Burrow had, that was Miles Garrett, he wrecked that. If those two things don't happen, all of a sudden that was a real close game with Cleveland. So uh I I again, it's not that the Bengals offensive lines look good, but they're gonna be fine in this game. Give me the Bengals to cover the seven.
0: Yeah, and, the, and the, like the Browns also had the the classic tandem of Chubb and Hunt just chewing up clock. Like yeah. Deonta Freeman and nobody are just, are just gonna start you know chewing up clock for yeah Panthers. no it's
2: it's, it's not you know? it's not the same I it, no and I think I I do think we're gonna get back to the, looking like the Bengals have figured things out so I definitely mm-hmm. want the Bengals as well.
0: yeah I think that was just a, that was such a perfect storm of an off night for the Bengals and the Sharps spread that beautifully um, Billy anything to add in? what are your thoughts on uh, who, who you got in Panthers Bengals Bengals Lane seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you you did hit on it where people are worried about you know not having chase. They look bad without chase. Like I don't think that with not having chase is is what's going to slow them down here. But I do think that that is a lot of points to trust with Cincinnati. Um, I, I think Caroline is bad enough that I'm still going with Cincinnati, but uh, I'm not as confident as you guys seem to be.
0: All right, Buffalo Bills. Headed to New York to take on the Jets. And the Bills are laying ten and a half. I will say, Thursday night, there was some late sharp money. Like a sharp group uh, came in heavy on the Jets in this one. Other than that, I have no analysis for this one. Because uh, the Bills look like a buzzsaw. The... Yeah, like the the, the the Bills just look really good. They they they're a buzz saw. The Jets, you know, they they they've got some stuff. I'm I'm torn on this Jets thing because normally I would be on this Jets ten and a half. I need to see one more week without Bryce without Brees Hall though because I can't tell if they've completely lost their identity or not. Because yeah, Wilson threw two of the worst interceptions I've ever seen in my life, but. Do the Jets win that game if Mac Jones isn't bailed out on a pick six by an absolutely horrible pa- uh, roughing the passer call? I don't know. Like, right? it was, like I, I think that
2: was the right call, just a horrible decision by whichever Jet player smoked Jones well after the ball was gone.
0: Yeah. Um, but, I just but, well, don't I think he should that. get... So.
2: That, there, are been, there have been far worse roughing the passer calls this season, and that yeah. Jets player definitely could have held up. It,
0: yeah, um, I, I do think that, but, like, the guy, like, the hit was so late that the, the Jets guy had already intercepted the ball and ran, <laughs> and was running well, back for the it, touchdown, right? Which is what irritates what me so about dumb, it, right? right? Yeah. Well, that,
2: that, that's what makes it so dumb by the Jets guy. Like, the ball was yeah. gone, man.
0: Gone. Yeah. Like, why are you inviting yeah, yeah, it, it was it was so silly. But like, so did they get bailed out? Zach, again, Zach Wilson with two of the and like that, that. He threw a couple other interceptions too. Two of them were just god awful though. And um, like I said, the Bills are a bust off But at the same time, this is a divisional matchup with a team that sort of has an identity. Getting ten and a half, so water gun to my head. I'm absolutely on the Jets on this one, but it's not going to be one of my five. Billy, what do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's too many points like i do think buffalo's fantastic i even think the jets aren't a a very real five and three but i still think that's way too many points for a capable nfl team uh at home so i'm taking the jets here all right craig uh
0: uh, last thoughts on bill's jets
1: jets for me
2: too um yeah i i I think it's got to be them i think it's got to be the jets uh Mm -hmm. that being said I I I do worry about how they're going to move the ball. Like Buffalo's yeah. defense obviously is 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 very good. They're currently sitting at fourth in defensive DVOA. Um I I do worry about how the Jets are going to move the ball, but I think like uh, what I'm excited to watch for this game? Uh and I don't know what the Jets are going to do, but like Sauce Gardner against I would assume Stefan Diggs, I, I will enjoy that. That will be fun to watch on television.
0: Yeah, that that'll be good <clears throat> quarterback v wide receiver play. Next up, the Indianapolis Colts coming off a tough loss to the Washington Commanders. Head into New England to take on the New England Patriots, who had a tough win against the New York Jets again. Mac Jones absolutely bailed out by a horrible roughing the passer call. He's terrible. Uh, The Patriots are laying six. Uh, This isn't going to be anywhere close to one of my five. I don't even know if I'm going to bet on any of these this game but water gun to my head I guess I'm laying the six with the Patriots because I don't I don't I don't see anything from the Colts' side that's too intriguing but uh, th- this is not a game I'm gonna have uh, uh, too much money on this weekend I'm probably more apt to play the total in the under 40 uh Craig what do you think about Colt's Patriots
2: well I think one thing about it that under no circumstances should Scott Hansen, show this game
0: wow i uh, yeah wow what what a what a a spot the 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 once the greatest game of all time that would have been pet you know manning versus brady right and now we're sitting here with, want and, nothing to do with it and, and mac jones and we want nothing to do with it so it's terrible anyway minus six on the patriots what do you think
2: well do you do either of you have any disagreement with my scott hansen Absolute, I think absolutely
0: absolutely not i think you got it I think you nailed it head-on. Everything else, I can find a little something-something that I'm interested in. Even this next game, which isn't too great.
2: Yeah. Uh, no, give me uh, give me the Patriots, though. And as much as I don't want to watch this game, I think the Patriots are one of my five. I think they're just going to blow oh. away the Colts this week. Interesting. I okay. don't think this game winds up being close or interesting. Da, I do, like, do like, think Sam that is... Except Ellinger versus Bill Belichick. Who do you want? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I think I exactly. know who I want. Like. Yeah, that's true. That's that's probably the fairest statement made in this. But also, yeah. Belichick has <laughs> got a lot of footage on Ellinger. But uh, here we are. You're probably right. Uh, Billy, Patriots, Colts, what do you
1: think? Yeah, I I feel like these teams are bad enough where I want the points. I feel like someone's going to make a, a, a brutal mistake. And if that's New England, I think this is going to be slow pace. Like, you were saying the over-under was, what, 40?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'd still take the under on that. I, I So if it's going to be in any way close, I'm taking the points. I'm assuming this game is 16-12, and I move on with my life. So I'll take the points. Give me the Colts. Yeah, the, the uh, under on Colts. Ahead, based on what Bill just said, if you're
2: betting this game at Caesars or MGM and you want the Colts, you're getting six, not a five yeah. and a half.
0: Yeah, no, I'm staring so. at six too, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Some <laughs> place think... like uh, uh, FanDuel and points bet. Well, actually, this line's all over the place. FanDuel's at five and a half. Points bets hmm. at five. BetMGM and Caesars are at six. DraftKings is five and a half. So, d- depending on what you want to do with this game, there's a there's a variety of lines you can go find.
0: Yeah, I think I think the under on that game on Colts Patriots is my favorite bet of the week, though. It is is I think uh, yeah, that's my favorite bet. Of the week. Uh, next up, the Raiders head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. And the Raiders are two-point road favorites in, I think, a battle of the two most disappointing teams uh, in terms of, uh, not necessarily from a gambling sense, but from a we-just-thought-you'd-be-better sense, you know? like we, I, I, I thought you'd be better, I thought you'd be more fun, both of these teams, to watch, especially the offense, and it just hasn't happened. I don't know what's going on with Trevor Lawrence, he looks mid Man, he's starting to look like a—I
1: don't
0: I, want to say bust—but it's just not happening right now with Trevor Lawrence, right? Like,
2: yeah. Well, this past week against Denver, like a lot of quarterbacks have looked bad against Denver
0: this season. Uh, if they that picky threw at the goal line though, can't happen. That was so there. That no, that course, was Justin, so Justin bad.
2: Simmons made, Justin Simmons did make a great play on that. I will say. Um, I will say. That here's what I'll say about Lawrence. If he can't roast this Raider defense, then that's when we start saying, uh-oh, this yeah. Raider defense is bad. It's bad. And if Jacksonville can't move the ball on them, then, then trouble a Bruin. Jacksonville was ninth in DVOA heading into the Denver game. Yeah. Like, obviously the record's disappointing and not what you want, but they kind of look as good as you could hope. And uh-huh. they have Calvin Ridley now, which, well, sadly he's not eligible to play. But um, – <laughs> <Yeah. the>, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that uh, you'd want a little more from Lawrence if you're a Jags fan, but I'm actually okay with some of the stuff that I've seen. Uh, I, I the, the Jags are one of my five. Uh, this line, depending yeah. on where you go get it, uh, right now, this, if, you, if you go to FanDuel for this line, you get two and a half if you bet Jacksonville. I don't if understand how... Why, why is Jacksonville not the favorite in this game?
0: Um,
2: Jacksonville is better than the Raiders. That like that, it's, Jacksonville is clearly and specifically better than the Raiders are.
0: Yeah, I think you're right and the plus 2 is is the side that I'm going to be on when I bet this game. But, you know, it's just Jacksonville keeps coming up short, man. They they keep coming up short.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I get it. And, and they've had some trouble in the, the game, but you know, like
0: they're the a league are absolutely- they're not only 2 and 6 uh straight up, they're a league worse 2 and 6 ATS too, right? So yeah.
2: I also point out that the Jaguars have lost exactly zero games this season by more than uh, one score.
0: Yeah, that, so which is, all, is all the helps. more stunning. Which is all the more stunning that fight. they're two and six against the spread, too, right? Yes, so
2: that is that does make more stunning. It just shows that they've they've been on the, the wrong end of some stuff going bad. Uh, the Raiders um, are a road team that plays in the West that is playing at one o'clock. Now I can't remember if they went home from the New Orleans or not. or went right to Jacksonville. Either way. Uh, they're like they just that that's as bad as an NFL team has played this season mm-hmm. that Raiders game in New Orleans. yeah Which I had that game and, and felt pretty good that was one that I knew pretty early on I, well am gonna get the cover here uh, that, that's as bad as an NFL t- team has played this season I think that Raider game in New Orleans that was terrible and mm-hmm. I just don't understand how it gets any better this week
0: yeah I completely agree uh Craig and I are both on Jacksonville Billy what do you think on this one
1: yeah, I'm on Jacksonville as well. I think uh, Jacksonville had a good amount of talented players on offense. And, and, yes, Lawrence has been sluggish, but he has played some tough defenses. And, and Craig's right where if you're going to have a get-right game, against, it's against this bad Vegas defense. Um, they're at home. I think they're going to be able to score a lot. I don't think Vegas is going to be able to keep up. So uh, I'm absolutely on Jacksonville here.
0: Next up, the Miami Dolphins head to Chicago to take on Dub Bears. Uh, Dolphins coming off a a, just an insane win against the Detroit Lions where they converted, I I don't know, they were like 14 of 17 or something on third down. Ten of those 14 were, you know, with eight or more yards left to go. It it was like Tyreek Hill was like three yards open every time. The Lions' defense is absolutely dreadful. Meanwhile, the Bears... A uh, little frisky against the, the Cowboys until the weird uh, Fumble six where, where uh, Justin Fields decided to jump over Micah Parsons instead of touching him. Uh. That, was, that was a weird one. Uh, either way, I was on the uh, I, was, I was on the, the Bears, or not the Bears. I was on the, the, the Dallas uh, land the nine and a half, so I was fine with it. Um, this line opened up at Bears plus five at home. And it is currently sitting at four and a half because the sharps came in hard on the Bears. I completely agree with them. The Bears are going to be one of my five. I think this is a good buy low spot for the Bears, who everybody just watched get thumped by the uh, uh, who, who just watched everybody who got thumped by the Cowboys, and then everybody watched the Dolphins play the Lions, and it was a track meet with the Dolphins running all over them. But like I said, the Dolphins had an unconscionable amount of third downs. Just the Lions have the worst defense in the league, so they couldn't get off the field. So I think this is a good uh, buy low spot for the Bears because I think they'll actually be able to get off the field on third down. And I like the the plus five. They're going to be uh, they're going to be one of my five. Uh, Billy, what do you think about Bears
1: Dolphins? Yeah, I think I'm on the Dolphins here. I mean, the Dolphins have made it clear that they're they're taking a hard swing. The, the Bears have just been a disaster. Um, I obviously want the Bears to lose for divisional purposes as well. Um, I, I think they're just bad, and I have more faith. I, I liked Miami the last couple years, and I feel like they've just always should have been better, and I feel like they are actually playing pretty well this year. So I'm going to take Miami here. I'm going to trust them with the fuck. All
0: right. Uh, Bill's on the Dolphins. I'm on the Bears. Craig, tiebreaker.
1: Uh,
2: I, I lean Bears, but I, I don't love it, and it's not going to be on my list of five. I will say this. If you want to be on the Dolphins, DraftKings and BetMGM, it's down to four. Oof! So the uh, Miami money is coming in. Um,
0: no, uh, or sorry, Chicago. Sorry,
2: Chicago money in. rather is coming. Yeah, in. Yeah, the sharps Chicago are on. The
0: sharps in. are on Chicago. That is.
2: Yeah. That is yes. Based on the now, I wonder right if now. it's down to four. I think it's down to four in a lot of places.
0: Hmm.
2: Does is there some buyback? Sharp- yeah, I'm wondering if sharp money starts coming in. On Miami if this gets down to four or maybe it gets down to three and a half because obviously it's trending that way and might be there by Sunday. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. But yeah, I lean I lean bears, but don't love it. I will say this. I am interested to see what sort of stuff Miami gets up to with their defensive front now that Bradley Chubb's on the team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's the other thing. Yeah, they did add your Bradley Chubb, but Uh, I mean, he. I guess, I guess they'll just tell him to pin his ears back and go after the quarterback, right? Yeah, that's
2: exactly it. It's not like all you have to do is say you're going out there on third down. Yeah. So and when yeah. it's third down, you go trying to sack the quarterback. We're not gonna like give yeah. you like the entire defensive playbook. Like it's it's pretty easy for him. So we'll see. Yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe he has a, uh, an impact here. You know who else might have an impact here? And I kind of like the rest of the season. And, and and people were lukewarm in this trade. I not I didn't really like. I get that if you're the Bears, you didn't want to give up your own second-round pick, but I kind of like them adding Chase Claypool.
0: Yeah, I do too. You've got,
2: you've, you've got 18 months before you have to decide whether you're giving Justin Fields an absurd amount of money. So Same with Chase Claypool think, too, right? So. Well, you may have to play, pay Claypool as well, yes. I just think that if you're the Bears, you want to get as much information about Justin Fields as you can. And right now, as it's been up and down, But a lot of the down can be traced to you have one competent NFL receiver. Now he has two. Now he has two. So I I I know they don't love giving up the second. Apparently they outbid the Packers because the Packers offered their second. And Chicago got the deal because they offered theirs as opposed to the Baltimore one, which they already had. But, uh, yeah, I I, kind of like Claypool the rest of the way for Chicago. I think that he's going to be a guy they try to get the ball to All
0: right. Uh, Next up, the Green Bay Packers coming to Detroit to take on my, once again, last place Detroit Lions. Uh, Packers laying three and a half on the road. Uh, I know the Lions pushed or didn't cover based on on what time you got the number last week against the Dolphins. They probably should have won that game. They just couldn't get off the damn field on third down. Uh, That fourth and two bomb Call with three minutes left was dreadful. Uh, I just don't think the Packers should be laying three and a half on the road against anybody. Now that said, is, there, is the Lions defense is so bad, we might see Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers just f- like a little flick of the wrist and then it's 40 yards downfield to a wide open guy because the Lions are so porous defensively. Uh, but the Packers shouldn't be laying well, three and a half on the, the road line. against anybody.
2: They, the Lions have looked bad against NFL receiving groups. Yeah. I'm not sure the Packers are going to be putting one out there this week. That, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. They there's the rub, going. right?
0: Yeah. Um, that, that said, everything's going so well for the Vikings, Bill. Can't you see a Commanders win and then the Packers get a road victory against the Lions and all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, not as, uh, no. you know, Yeah, no, no. <laughs> not as... You're holding your nose and you're taking the Detroit Lions because the Packers are so bad. They shouldn't be laying three and a half on the road against anybody, even though this is a divisional home dog with, uh, (coughs) pardon me, Swift choking on my own rage here. Uh, Swift being out again does not help the Detroit Lions. It's bleak. It's absolutely bleak in uh, Lions Town. But you're holding your nose and you're taking the Detroit Lions. What do you think, Billy?
2: Uh, Swift. It looks like he's going. By the way,
0: oh, is he? Oh, sweet. I thought he was out because he, he he scored that one touchdown and then did not play the rest of that game against Miami. Right? Could have used him.
2: Yeah, yeah. He had he had a couple of carries, but no. It looks like it looks like he's going, and 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 Campbell seems to believe that that's 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 going to be the case, um, and that's that that is the situation.
0: So, all right, Billy. Thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, I'm on the Packers here. I, I think that hmm. Detroit defense is. It's just bad enough where I don't care who you're putting out there. The scheme isn't great, and and there's going to be guys that are open, and Aaron Rodgers will find the guys that are open. That's what he always does. Um, I think that you're going to see a lot of frustratingly bad catches. I I think that Detroit pass defense is just bad enough that even these second-grade receivers are going to be torching them. So I think you'll see a big Rodgers game, and I think the Packers take this one.
0: All right, Craig, tiebreaker.
1: I
2: think the, the Packers would be better off if they let a different guy named Aaron have the ball. Um, because uh, the other guy named Aaron, I think, is the best player on the offense right now. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I'm going Lions, though. I think that the Lions are going to be able to run the ball in this game, too. Uh, well, whether, whether it's Williams, whether it's Swift, whether it's both, I think the Lions will move the ball enough on the ground to keep this game close, give me Detroit. All right.
0: Last game of the 1 o'clock slate. The Los Angeles Chargers are heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons, and the Falcons are getting that three-point. They're a three-point home dog. Um, I cannot think. Okay, now I know that they started six and two, or six and zero against the spread, and I now know that they're tied with Dallas and the Giants. Or sorry, they started six and zero against the spread, and are now six and two, tied with Dallas and the and the Giants for the best records ATS. Um, Falcons have not covered two weeks in a row after starting off six straight. Probably should have covered last game, if not for a Hail Mary play. Uh, thank you very much, PJ Walker. Um, that said, and I know, the, and I know the Chargers are coming off a bye. That said, I don't care about byes because with the Chargers because their coaching staff isn't smart enough for that to matter. And I'm not trusting the Chargers laying three on the road against anybody. I like the Falcons here. They're, they're after going two in a row not covering. I think they're due. You know, famous last words for any gambler. But it's mostly me just uh, fading the Chargers because I, I don't. I don't think extra like extra rest might help Herbert in terms of uh, he's got uh, you know busted ribs uh, that hopefully got a little bit healthier, but. I'm, I'm on the Falcons here. I think they're going to be one of my five. The the the, the Chargers just shouldn't be laying three on the road against uh, damn near anybody. They, they are not accomplished enough, and their kicker's too weird, and their coach makes too many silly decisions. God bless Herbert, but the Chargers should not be laying three on the road, especially against a, a team that's decent like the Falcons. Craig, what do you think about this one? Is Falcons getting three at home.
2: Falcons are one of my five. Yeah. Like, they're, they'll, they'll be able to, I think, run the ball enough in this game that Uh, you're going to want the points. So give me the points. Give me Atlanta.
0: All right. Uh, Billy, anything to add on this one?
1: I kind of like the Chargers. I I think Atlanta is, one, not good. And two, I think the Chargers have played some tough defenses, and Atlanta's not going to be good enough to slow them down, like the looks of Denver and some of these other teams. I think the Chargers are a little underrated now, and I'm going to put some faith there, and I'll take the Chargers. All right.
0: Uh, this is the marquee matchup, right? Is it not chargers Falcons of the one yeah, o'clock slate?
1: Uh, yeah,
2: I think it's the only two. It's the only game where both teams are in a playoff spot right now, isn't it on the one o'clock slate?
1: Yeah, I Mike think you're
0: right.
2: I mean, you. Well, yeah, Mike yeah, Washington has yeah. the. Factor, but it, like Minnesota's yeah. obviously in a playoff spot, but I don't think Washington is, so yeah. Yeah,
0: Washington is four and four, though, which I, I, I yeah. had to double check double take on that when I checked the standings earlier this week. I was like, four yeah, and four, Actually, really?
2: Yeah, they'd be tied for a yeah. wild card spot right now because I keep forgetting. Yeah, there's there's three wild cards, so yeah. The way that the NFC playoff picture would sit right now is one Philadelphia, two Minnesota, three Seattle, four Atlanta, and then your wild card teams would be the Cowboys, Giants. And, oh, it's a tie between the 49ers and Washington Commanders. So I don't know who'd have the tiebreaker amongst those two teams, but that's the situation. Now, that said, I, if, if I were betting on which of those teams is going to do better in the last half of the season, I would be betting the Niners. Uh, but uh, that's the situation right now for, uh, for uh, the, the NFC playoff picture. Either way, uh, I think that Falcons and Chargers is probably the most interesting game
0: because yeah, this is a but... game like
2: the Chargers got to show us something here. Yeah, like, are you good or not? Mm. Like,
0: I well, have so see. many futures on this Chargers team. Oh God, the worst. the worst. Turns out
2: Patrick Mahomes, like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, can't be killed.
0: No, that's true. I didn't think they'd be killed. I just thought the Chargers were just, I don't know. They just looked like they had all the pieces. But what are you going to do? Chargers going to charge, man. Which is why I'm on the Falcons this week. All right. Only two games at 4 o'clock today. Blew. Or this this week. Uh, first up, nah, I mean, the Seahawks go to Arizona to take in the Cardinals. Cardinals, a short home favorite, laying two. Uh, give me the Seahawks. Uh, I'm getting two points with the team that I just think is better. And I don't think being on the road matters the way the Seahawks team plays ball. Billy, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Kyler Murray and Geno Smith. Um, I kind of like the Cardinals here. Uh, I think the Cardinals have looked a lot better with Hopkins coming back. The offense has looked a little bit better. I think they're on the upswing. Uh, I think they're both great teams, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I think it's going to be a close game, so give me the home team.
0: Uh, I'll take the Cardinals. All right, Craig, Seahawks, Cardinals, tiebreaker.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Cardinals too. Um, Mm. The Cardinals offense has looked a lot better since DeAndre Hopkins has been back. I think we're going to see more of that. I, uh, I, I really like what the Seahawks have done this year but I think that people are starting to and well and and have through the year I think people have moved the ball on them. This is a high scoring game. I'm going to go ahead and inspect and, and you can get the Cardinals at one and a half at some books, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm thinking the Cardinals is uh, is the spot for me.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, Rams head to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers and Tom Brady Brady freshly divorced. So we'll see if his mind is just on football. It's uh... I mean, the divorce jokes are hilarious. I was saying this to Bill. The, the divorce jokes are kind of funny, but like, is it really going to be funny when Tom Brady's like dating Meg The Stallion or somebody in three months, right? Like, who's going to be la- like, yeah, <laughs> Tom? Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady's going to be laughing then, right? <laughs> like, yeah, he just
1: has millions of dollars and a new model wife now.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just uh, oh man, what are you going to do? Well, she's just you know. I've just been thinking for years that
2: finally, I just, I, I just want something to finally go Tom Brady's way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. oh.
0: The guys, having,
2: the guys had it too tough for too long. Yeah, I know. I mean, the guys,
0: I mean, you know, sometimes the people who have everything, Craig, they get just, just a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's funny that like everybody's like, you know, this is the, I mean, we've all hated Tom Brady for years. Uh, and so we're dancing on the I guess, the grave of his uh, of his now shattered marriage and, and family. But it's like, like I said, he's going to be dating, I don't know, Dua Lipa or some shit. I'm just naming random pop stars now off the top of my head. But it's well, going to happen. I
2: uh, look at the distraction for Tom Brady this year. And it's just obviously someone who uh, he spent huh. a ton of time with over the years. Someone that he's been with for a long time has been a big part of his life, has, has he, he's relied on, and you just think to yourself, he really misses Rob Gronkowski.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's Both the hardest
0: breakup yep. you went through. He needs year, him. Sure. Yeah, that's true. That's what he's truly missing right now is Gronk. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Bucks, two struggling would be contenders in a head to head matchup here, Bucks getting the three-point home bump. Uh, Rams, they're coming off a bye, right? They didn't play last week. Oh, no, they got shelled by the Niners. What am I talking about? Um, this is a flat out. Uh, Bucks got a little extra rest, I should say, because they, they, they played the Ravens on uh, the Thursday night game last week. This is a, a pure hold your nose and take the ears for me. This, this is a, a, a three-point home, three home bump, three-point home bump. Buccaneers are playing a little bit better. Obviously, I'm rooting against the Rams because the Lions have their first-round pick, but I, I think the Bucks are just somewhat. I think they're just better than the Rams at this point of our lives. Uh, neither of them look very good, but I think this is just to hold your nose and take the take the three-point home home dog here uh, or home bump with the Bucs. Craig, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, I, I'm I'm taking the Buccaneers. I will say this: I look forward to it at some point. During Red Zone, Scott Hansen will made a, make a snide remark about the NFL scheduling. Oh, like yeah. Oh, Go back to the only other 4 o'clock game. wonder who put all those games at 1 o'clock. Like, he's yeah. going to give us one of those, like a, kind of a, a, a nod to us. We're like, yeah, wait, why was, Why is there only two 4 o'clock games? Uh, yeah, but I don't yeah. know why. Like,
0: j- like, yeah, like move uh, – what, what's the bet? Chargers-Falcons probably move that one to 4 o'clock for – yeah, and then and then we're fine. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'd even take Colts Patriots. Who cares, <laughs> right? Like just one, like, one honestly, of those games. Yeah, just
2: move, move and like. And here's the thing: I I would suspect that if the Jaguars were asked, "Hey, do you want to play at 4 they'd say no because they want to play. You know, the early game against the team from from the West part. But like, uh-huh. the, you know, you play games at MetLife at four o'clock all the time. Play Bills. Have Bills Jets go at four o'clock. Send Nansen Romo.
0: Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. Don't you do that? Yeah,
2: oh, I, I don't oh, I know. Fox Fox wanted the solo national window at the start of the year. They would have scoped it out. They wanted the solo national window at the start of the year for Bucks-Rams.
0: Whoops. Eh, whoops. <laughs> that has not worked out. I no. Just, I just I...
2: Thought, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Fox would have wanted the solo national window for Bucks-Rams. That's why CBS wasn't allowed to move a game to four. Because I'm sure CBS would have loved to do that.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, – somebody posted that, like – Basically, once we get to week 11, they're going to have to start flexing some of these Sunday night games because, like, the Sunday night games were on paper great, but they're dreadful now. There's, if there's there's a lot of, like, Packers-Steelers, you know, types of Sunday night matchups, and it's like, nah, let's go ahead and flex them shits out of there. We don't need to see this, this like, uh, I don't... This quiet, quitting version of Aaron Rodgers taking on Mitch <laughs> Trubisky, right? Like, it's it's uh it's it's bad uh sunday night
2: football the next week is rams is uh chargers 49ers which you can live fine. with. That. yeah that one we The can week after it. that is bengal steelers which i don't know if we necessarily need to have that on sunday night football nope. especially week week 12. cowboys cowboys vikings is that week
0: let's watch yeah there cowboys you go vikings football yeah, absolutely uh, week 12 uh, i remember yeah, was pretty good i think
2: yeah, I think it's dreadful 12, after week twelve. Yeah, week twelve is Packers Eagles, which what's that line going to be? Packers Eagles. Oh,
0: yeah, no, we don't need Packers Eagles either. Actually, half, probably more. That's yeah, about, yeah.
2: Um, and then Sunday night, the following week is going to be Colts Cowboys, which. Oh. Yeah, we don't we don't see this Colts team in prime time at all. The week no. after that is Chiefs Broncos. The less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> And then we uh, have uh, on Sunday Night Football Patriots Raiders. Jesus Christ!
0: Oh, Patriots that's Raiders. Impressive. Oh, that one's getting. Fl- I'll be. I'll say right now that one's getting flexed. If that one, yeah, if that one, no. that one will get flexed.
2: Because that's awful.
0: Eve game is Raiders Derek Steelers. Carr, Matt Jones. <laughs>
2: the Christmas Eve game is Raiders Steelers, which again should be oh. Um, and that's like, the, you know I'd, I would rather be held captive in Nakatomi Plaza On Christmas <laughs> Eve than watch that game
0: <laughs> That's awful <laughs> Oh, Just Christ it's, Yeah, and they're going the to have to do some flexing final
2: Sunday night game of the year As currently scheduled Is Rams Chargers Which again, we don't need to watch that on primetime So, no. yeah, you're right some, some, Something needs to be fixed With that Sunday night football scheduling I suspect people at NBC are already going over it as we speak
0: yeah, pretty bad. Uh Billy, uh what are your thoughts on Rams bucks with the Bucks getting the 3-point bump?
1: Yeah, I I can't lay points with a team that has lost to the Steelers and the Panthers in the last 3 weeks. Like the, the Bucks are bad. Like I think the the, the Rams are a, a good team that's playing poorly and I think the Bucks are just a bad team. Uh so I'm taking a couple extra points with the Rams, but I I don't want to watch either of these teams I'll tell you that much.
0: Bucks are still top ten in DVOA because Tom Brady is inexplicably leading the league in passing right now, and that's with uh, Mike Evans dropping like a forty-yard touchdown every single game. Uh,
2: if you look at if you look at their totals, like until they get to the twenty-yard line, it's a nice, mm-hmm. efficient offense, and things have gone pretty well. Inside yeah. the twenty, it's been ugly.
0: Yeah, that's where he misses his uh, his Gronk right there for yep. sure. Is exactly. That. Yeah. All right, uh, Sunday nighter, Titans Chiefs, Chiefs coming off a bye. We all know the the, the legendary status of uh, Andy Reid coming off a bye. Chiefs are laying 12.5 against the Titans. Unfortunately, you guys, I don't see how this is anything except they hold your nose and take the Tennessee Titans. The, the, the Titans have... The run game formula. We just watched what they did. They just they, 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 just absolutely... I realize the Texans are not the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. But we just watched the Titans do it. Uh, where Malik Willis only had to make... What did he have? 50 yards passing? It, it, was, uh, it, it was insane. Um, the Titans have the tools. They have the coaching to slow this game down. So I think this is a hold your nose and take the Titans here. Because the back door is always going to be open. Now... You may be at it. You may not. You may know you're not going to cover this by the middle of the second quarter. Now, like, because it, it could be Chiefs 28, Titans 3 or something like that. And you know, well, Titans aren't coming back from this. But there's also a ch- strong chance that it's like Titans 13, Chiefs 10 at halftime. And you're like, okay, <laughs> this is. Uh... So I, I, to me, this is you just gotta hold your nose and and take the Titans, uh, despite how good the Chiefs look. Craig, what do you think on this one?
2: Let me counter what you just said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you want Malik Willis in Arrowhead?
0: I, I don't think it matters. I think because I think it's gonna be dead. like if, if Malik Willis is just. I, I do
2: not want to bet on Malik Willis in Arrowhead. I want to not do that.
0: But... I I I mean to me that's more I'm betting on Vrabel in Arrowhead than than I am betting on uh, I, betting I on just, Malik like, Willis right
2: and the Titans the Titans defense against the pass is 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 middle of the road against the run they're really good the, mm-hmm. the nice thing for Kansas City is they have no interest in running the ball at all uh, yeah so <laughs> uh no I uh, I I I want like it's not one of my five I want Kansas City because I just have no interest in you know, the the Titans go three and out on their first possession, Mahomes goes down and scores, and then the Titans are third and ten on their next possession, you're like, oh no, like, that's gonna happen, like, I already know why I lose, it's the third possession of the game, and I know I'm done um, so, yeah, I, I would want Kansas City
0: I will say, some Sharps have come in on the Titans, so the, Shar- the Sharps are, are doing the thing where it's like hey, I get a run ball control team with a good coach getting <laughs> nearly two touchdowns sure, uh, so there is that, uh, Billy tiebreaker on the Sunday
1: nighter. Yeah, that's the, that's the Titans for me for the reasons you just mentioned. You've got a great run game, which tends to slow the game down a little bit. Um, that's a lot of points to make up. I know the Kansas city offense is explosive, but I don't know that they have the best plan to stop Henry, who is an absolute monster. Um, I, I think I say Tennessee here. They keep it close. All right.
0: Monday Nighter, uh, this one should be surprisingly fun, I think. The Baltimore Ravens head to New Orleans to take on the Saints. Ravens on the super rest, having played the Thursday night game. Uh, Saints coming off uh, what I would say is the most inexplicable outcome of this season so far, based on the fact that the Raiders got zero against what was one of the worst defenses uh, in the in the National Football League uh, heading into the week. And... Man, uh, the Baltimore Ravens are laying two in this game. This one, this is the trickiest line of the week for me. I wasn't sure what to what to make of this one. I mean, is it? I think I'm just going with another home dog in this one. This is. I'm. I'm not going to have this as one of my five. I don't think. But man, the Saints look. They, uh, Man, it's tough because the Saints look so good against the Raiders that that's going to be tough to repeat, even if they're at home. The home dog thing is freaking me out. The home dog thing is, is making me want to bet the Saints, but the way the Saints won so easily last week is making me want to take the Ravens. The Ravens are getting the extra rest. Uh, this, this, this was the toughest game for me to handicap in this one. I, I think, ultimately, I might lay the points with the Ravens, but, God, that seems so square to me. Yeah, you know what? Just saying it out loud didn't seem right to me, so I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to say the Saints, but this will probably be one of my least bet games of the week because I, 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 I'm not exactly sure how I'm handicapping this one. Uh, Craig, what do you think about uh, the Saints getting two points at home against the Ravens?
2: I really like the Saints. It l- okay. looks like Mark, An- Mark Andrews is not, it looks like, not officially, but it looks like mm-hmm. he's not going to play this game. And if he's not playing, like what other than Lamar Jackson scramble
0: do the Ravens have left? Yeah, Duvernay's given him something the last couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, a little bit, but I it just like.
0: But I get what you're saying, I, I just, Mark. Mark Andrews yeah, makes like, a lot. I just
2: don't, I just don't yeah. understand how the Ravens are moving the ball. Like, it just mm-hmm. you have no Dobbins, you have no Bateman, you may have no Andrews. Like, you know, Isaiah Likely is a nice player, and maybe he comes in and he's he's great. But um, I just I, I I would like the Saints in this game. I I'm, I'll take the two, or depending on where you go, you can get two and a half with this game in some spots. Ooh.
0: I, I think, yeah, I think I'm with you too. I think it's the Saints for me after after I talked myself into it and, and you made some good points there. I, th- I think it's the Saints. They didn't trade Kamara, which is obviously huge. And, um, yeah, they're getting some of their guys back. They lost Thomas, though, um, although they barely had him, if we're being honest. With yeah, themselves. it's
2: not like he was doing much before. So
0: Yeah. Um, Billy, what do you think on this one? Saints getting two at home against the Ravens.
1: Yeah. I think I like the Ravens here. I I know they don't have Mark Andrews, but even if they don't, I, I feel like they're going to be able to, to move the ball. I mean, I, I think the New Orleans too often is getting these big plays that I don't think bad teams or good teams are going to give up. So I think Baltimore, which I believe is a good team, is going to be able to stop them from making – you know huge mistakes and i think they're going to be able to keep it going here so i'm going to say baltimore uh just because i have no faith in new orleans all right
0: so that is it for week nine discussion all that is left is for us to make our picks um i had a little 4-0-1 week and i don't think i get to kick it off that often so i don't i'm gonna go ahead and, and elect myself to go first this week um give me washington Uh, I'm going to lay the points with Cincinnati. Uh, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is with Chicago, Atlanta, and I've been going back and forth on this. And I think for now, this one is subject to change. This last one might get swapped. This will be, if if I feel strongly about something else Sunday morning, this will be the one that gets swapped out, I'm guessing. I am going to hold my nose and take the Tennessee Titans with the with the 12.5. So, Washington, Cincinnati, Chicago, Atlanta, and Tennessee for Matt Pierce. So far, uh, Billy, who you got?
1: I will take the Green Bay Packers. I will take the Miami Dolphins. Hmm. I'll take the Arizona Cardinals. I will take the NY Jets. And I will take the Chargers. Fading me here,
0: Bill. Yeah, a little bit. All well, right. yeah, I'm you're... gonna,
2: I'm, I'm gonna fade, Bill. Because <laughs> uh, I'm also taking Atlanta.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, what are you giving me if I take the Patriots? How many points
0: do I have to give up? I will give you a minus six. All right. So or, are you looking the for the, or are you looking for the five and a half? I'll give you the five oh, yeah. and a half. I'll, I'll look, I was looking for the five and a half. But... I'll give you the five and a half. I'm feeling. All I'm right. feeling generous. If only uh, if only sure. were so to, if it was so easy. If it only so easy to ask the book, the actual books that like, can I have the yeah. five and a half, hey, please? It was there earlier. <laughs> it was there that earlier. Point? Yeah. Please, it was sir, there earlier. Points. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You You want points? (laughs) Uh, I will take, uh, what's the number for the Jets that you have there?
0: Uh, I got plus ten and a half for the Jets. Okay, Jets. Uh, I'm going
2: to take the Jags. And I'm taking the Bengals.
0: All right. Love laying the seven with the Bengals. All right, so that is it for this week. The Crossover Podcast is available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash Podcast, and iTunes, which I can subscribe, five stars only. We're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, and pretty much any other podcatcher that you happen to be listening to. Please rate us on any of those. uh, Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast. So that'll be it for this week. Next week, I imagine we have a little bit more to talk about because we've got the... um, It'll either be this week or next. Next week might just be a football podcast, but the week after might be a, a twofer because... Wakanda Forever is coming out soon, so woo! I'm gonna I'm gonna get out for for that one and and uh, go see that, and then we'll be back on the other side discussing uh, the latest entrant into the MCU. But uh, yeah, we'll have uh, week nine to break down and week ten to talk about with you guys next week. Uh, so that is it for this week. Thank you everybody for listening. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time on the Crossover Podcast. <laughs>